can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Whether training a new employee or enhancing your own knowledge, Natural Chemistry offers a comprehensive online training program that covers everything from basic water chemistry to maximizing efficiency and troubleshooting. Visit www.ncprotraining.com today. It's just aggravating. It's really aggravating. It's aggravating as fuck. And now I can't change it because we're recording, so we're just fucking stuck like this i guess and i'm not even sitting down i'm standing up you can't even tell can you can you just sit down calm down take a chill relax and let's do this (laughs) i'm no lady i am no lady you're like john friggin cena today because i can't see you hey everybody (laughs) this is rudy stankowitz welcome to the talking pools podcast i think we gave the show a nickname of flock it friday that's the show's nickname. Wait a minute. Aren't you going to introduce me? I'm Andrea. I'm the co-host, even though I am not visible right at the moment. Out of sight really is out of mind, isn't it? <laughs> it goes without saying. <laughs> the other voice you hear belongs to that of Miss Andrea Nanini, like Hello. Panini, but with an, with N, an N instead of a mm-hmm. P. Right. Because there is no P in the pool. <laughs> That's true. Well, there is. There's not supposed to be, but there is. You're having a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm but you know what? I'm I'm good. Are you um are we talking about the hurricane? Are we gonna be too late for this? Are you gonna get Either blown away? I don't care. <laughs> it's aim the fuck thing is aiming at you. It's slightly oh, it's slightly above me. Dead center on your house. The mm. Nanini residence. It's like you got a big fuck target painted around you for well, hurricane. I mean, that's fine. I, my this house has been through a bunch before, and I'm on the same um, electrical grid as the school that's right behind my house. And my house was also one of the first built on this street, so I'm on the same grid as that school. I don't ever. I, I've lost power one time, and it was for like a half an hour. So let well. me knock on some wood. And if anybody needs to borrow my power, I. I share. So y'all run an extension cord all the way up here to Gainesville. You are a sweetheart. Not for you. People in my neighborhood, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> People need. Sh- I got a neighbor that tries to run a janitor, gen- janitor, gener- a generator. And I'm That's like, That's a combination just of generator, genital, gen- genital. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a genital generator. Uh, what the ooh. fuck? Yeah, that sounds crazy. Hey, speaking yeah, of too much. Ho- What's up? Hold on, I got it. That was so. Here's the thing. You I okay? Spoke- I'm no, sorry. You can't tell me that there was not something falling this time. No. Listen, did you hear f-ing ghosts in my house? Because literally nothing fell. I don't. I want to know what you heard. Just now? No, just now. That was me moving a stool so I could sit down. Before yeah, I don't. Like I don't know what you heard. Just totally different. Hmm. Okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> You just went through a 
Sorry. Choke, you bastard. Choke. <laughs> you just went through this big thing at work, didn't you? Uh, Is it okay to talk about this yet? Which work? Yes. <laughs> the last place to the new place. In other words, there was a brief moment of unemployment. It was like 12 hours of unemployment. And technically not Still, even because I had my I mother who was able to hire me. So technically I went no, 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 no. zero. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not calling you out on this. I want to talk about the stupidity of your ex-employer who – I don't know if they listen to this show or not, but they probably don't anymore. <laughs> they probably but, don't. And even if they did, they don't know. <laughs> the point is – the point is – oh, my God. I, my son has stayed home the last couple of days because he's been sick and I feel like I'm getting it. I'm trying to make sure that it's not, you know, the big C. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. The stupidity. Let's talk about the stupidity. One of my favorite things to talk about. All right. So you had a job. You I did. You did mostly commercial pools. I did. You got a paycheck. You got benefits. That was benefits. very small. No benefits. You got no benefits. Not and a single benefit. Well, the benefit was is you got to take the truck home. Okay, yeah, that was a benefit. I did get to take and the then, truck home. And then you called in sick because you had a legitimate illness. Yes. Broke your nail. No. And <laughs> all right, you were sick, sick. Mm-hmm. Sick as a dog, snot drizzling out of your face. You call in sick to work, and then they fire you. With their truck in your driveway. That's true. That happened. What the f***? And then they demand that you drive it back to them. I mean. They tried to. Note note to companies out there. If you're going to fire somebody, make them come in so you can retrieve your shit first. Because. I mean, that was, that, it really was the dumbest thing ever. I mean. On several levels. First off, me. Fuck you. Come get your piece of shit out of my driveway before I have it towed. That's where I'm at if I don't have a job. I Second. wasn't. I wasn't that mad about it. I mean, it, they did. They kind of did me a favor. So I, I'm. I, it was like it, it. It worked out well for me. And then one I also door closes and another one opens. Well, I had that door. I had my foot in that door before they even decided that I wasn't gonna. Anyway, so um, yeah. Note to everybody else out there: have something in line if you feel like something's about to go down. Anyway, I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> well, the point is, is the minute they fired you, you're not covered by their insurance to drive that friggin' thing anymore. And that's either. what I told them. I, I texted the guy and I said, I am no longer employed by this company and therefore no longer covered by your insurance. And I do not feel comfortable driving this vehicle. And do you know what they did? What did they did? <clears throat> so I sent that text. <laughs> I sent that text to a group message with three of the i guess you could call them managers five minutes later i got a new text in a new group chat that was a screenshot of what i had sent and then i guess like whatever their admin lady or whatever was like well if she's not working for us why does she have the truck (laughs) nobody answered exactly yeah (laughs) so some some my my friend my co-worker friend um, who also has made a job switch. Um, he got stuck driving that truck home. They it's had one of to those things come and get I it. I guess yeah. that happens in the heat of the moment. You piss somebody off, right? Mm-hmm. 
whether it was justified or not, they got pissed off. They fired you, and then were like, "Oh, f- our trucks in our driveway. Now what?" And you don't, you didn't live close, did you? Uh, it's like a twenty-minute ride. Okay, twenty minutes isn't so bad. So they got to send somebody. Not bad. How long did how long did their trucks sit there before they came and got it? Well, so what happened was um, they let me go early in the morning because I texted them that I wasn't going to come in. Now, let me just say this, okay? It's not like I called out of an entire route. Like my reason was justified. It, you know, I don't have to justify. I don't. I don't need anyone's approval for that. But my point is that I called out of three pools. I only had three pools to do on that day that I called out. We're not it, questioning it whether it was justified or not. We're it wasn't just, like it's a, a learning whole opportunity. Shit. But my point was, so they let me go in the morning. They they told me not to bother in the morning. I spent the whole day cleaning that truck out. I got all my stuff out of it. I got all the garbage. I made sure that they wouldn't be able to say there was anything gross in there. And yeah, so about you a couple are of hours. So much nicer than I am. Couple you of cleaned, hours. You cleaned the truck. I did not. Did I listen? I did not detail. I did not break out a vacuum. I did not wipe anything down. I just made sure all of my presence was removed. Your presence? What the <laughs> f did you do in that truck? <laughs> not as much as I should have done, I know, apparently. I know mm-hmm. you had to remove the hitch off the back because they were making you use your own vacuum, correct? Well, they were not making me use it. That was my choice. Okay, but the hitch had to come off regardless. I I did have to take my hitch out, yes, because the Riptide okay. and the Hammerhead have different receivers. Okay, and that you got taken care of. Then they came. So how long did it sit in the driveway? You said two hours? A couple, probably like three or four. I think they so came around. Were- they came. No, actually, no, it was almost a whole day. They came... Probably around one or two to get it, I think. What, did you fall asleep and didn't realize? Two hours, eight no. hours, what's the difference, huh? No, 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 no. To be honest with you, I did not know until I spoke to a good friend of mine, Rooney, <laughs> and a couple of other people. Um, <laughs> I, they tried. They they told me I had to take the truck. They're like, can you bring the truck back? And so my dumbass, I didn't know. I'm fucking. I can be naive sometimes. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll bring it back, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, whatever. And then I'm sitting there and I'm cleaning a truck out. And I think I said it to you or I said it to our our Talking I Pools group chat. I think it was the I group remember chat. My response was, F- that noise. You Seriously. said, fuck. You said, F- them, make them come get it before you tow it. Dan was the one, our friend Dan Lenz was the one that first said the thing about the insurance. And then I, ac- I actually called one of my other friends that works for a distribution company and he said the same thing like don't even touch that don't even touch it <laughs> you're right, not so in, dan, you're not covered by the insurance don't touch it and i was like oh the insurance thank you dan all obviously nicer than rudy rudy said charge them rent eh. F- it come get your piece of shit out of my driveway i yeah. don't work for you no more Got well that it. was dumb okay. that was so dumb but let me ask you this okay. how's the new gig Oh my goodness. It is so great. All right. Let me just tell you, these people know about pools, okay? (laughs) Which huge step up from the last company. Maybe we should leave that out, but don't if you don't. I I won't. Okay, good. So yeah, 
if you're going to start a pool company, like make sure you know about pools. That's all I got to say. Um, but I feel like um, helpful. Like I feel like I feel like they view me as a an asset, like, you know, helpful, like a knowledgeable, like a resource. That's the word I'm looking for, as opposed to competition. So my asset last job, good word. My last job, I felt like competition. I felt like they saw me as a, as a potential threat. There you go. Yeah, I wasn't sure what word Why? I was looking for at that one. Uh, just because everything I suggested got turned down for one reason or another, um, either hmm. um, the customer doesn't want to pay for that, or that's too expensive. Mostly, it came down to money. Um, but or you know the not seeing the reason not seeing the need for it say so enzymes for example we there, know you love enzymes i do love enzymes and i they it helps everything anything almost about 80% of the pools uh problems in a pool <laughs> brought to you by the folks at natural chemistry products <laughs> Go ahead. You know what? Let me get a let me get my own line. You know how like rappers have their own line of champagne. Let somebody you could get a somebody get me some on, Andrea's enzymes. Let's do it. You right? You can get a sticker on the side of the the pool first aid. Imagine my face on like a like bottle of a enzymes. Little, oh, that would be so. I cool. know, like with a little nurse's hat on or something. Pool first <laughs> aid. All right, let's not get carried away. Um, but yeah, so like, for example, that, okay, I, it took me months and months and months to get them to see the benefit of the enzymes. I walk into this new company, and I'm like, hey, I really love enzymes. And they're like, you know what, whatever you want, whatever you need to do your job, actually, not even to do your job, what he actually, the owner of the company today said something to me that was along that line, but it struck me because it was different. Whatever you need to get the pool to look the way that the customer wants it to look. Or the way that they want it to be. The way that the homeowner, the pool owner, the way that they want it to be. However you need to make it that way, let me know and I will get you whatever it is you need. Wow. So did you sub out the job? (laughs) What? No. So, so far I'm getting enzymes. (laughs) I already got a spa wand. I mean, it's insane. I feel like I feel like Sleeping Beauty who just woke up from Toxic Work City <laughs> with their name written on the bottom of your foot. N- no. <laughs> so, you've gotten rid of all past employer residual. I think so. Maybe I should take a shower and some enzymes. <laughs> Do you think you have like PTSD from the last job? How you were there a while? Not really. 2 years. I was there. Two years is a good amount of time. If you were a dog, you'd almost be dead. <laughs> oh, well, I guess that's a good point. <laughs> they were. They. I pretty much. I felt like I was. Honestly, I was starting to question. You know whether or not I actually liked what I was doing, and is it like is this really? It's just. It's one of those things that like just makes you in a bad place, and you just don't like what you're doing. And then you realize it was just the environment. It was just the crap that I had to deal with. I still love doing pools. Do you think that it comes down to education? Mm. Not yours. Yes. Your employers mm-hmm. or or their value for education. I would say that last thing you just said. Okay. 
because so, or or a combination combination Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable, and these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with a pro's time and comfort in mind, the patented double locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleanings faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at blu-rayxl.com. Blu-ray all day. Pool Magazine is the hottest new publication for the pool and spa industry. Featuring up-to-the-minute news on what's happening in the pool world in a fresh new stylized format with our mobile-friendly app. Pool Magazine is the app for keeping your fingers on the pulse of the pool industry. You'll find featured news, editorials, podcasts, videos, and more on the Pool Magazine app. Download on Google Play and the App Store. Education in the industry. And this isn't going to be like a boring education talk and rah, 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 Rudy teaches classes, come take classes with me, although you really should, but still. (laughs) It's going to be, I mean, just looking at education in the industry alone, because one, there's some problems here that I see. Okay. Maybe you see Mm -hmm. them too. And one of the biggest things that I see, and you're giving me a perfect example of it, just the difference between your your previous employer and your current employer, it sounds to me, is that there's no consistency in education. No. In the industry. Absolutely not. No, none whatsoever. It none varies from whatsoever. Whoever trains you that day, like that's pretty much that's pretty much your education. Like it it, you know, so <clears throat> and I'm not trying to like you know, I, I'm very happy with this new company and I feel like, you know, there's a lot of room for me to grow. But I just notice certain things that are lost in that kind of inconsistency, like like just small things, like for example, um, the way that you test for the water. You know, do you shake the reagents? Are you taking water from a deep enough sample? Stuff like that, versus like I was just talking about knowledge of spe- specialty chemicals or even just like basic knowledge about ki- combined chlorine. Uh, I don't know. It's very, in- it's very inconsistent. I lost All my right, let's look train ba- of thought. Let's talk- but- no, no, you're, you're good. You're on a roll and you're going heading in the right direction for change. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's look at the big this picture. This is weird with you not is- being, being able to see me. I feel like 
I feel like I'm a, like a little kid hiding in the bedroom and like I'm like laughing because I, I just drank a sip of beer and you can't see me. So it's like, I don't know, it feels it feels Did kind of funny. Did you just drink a sip of beer? I did and I didn't even interrupt you. Leave that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the point is, is there's a bigger picture. So it's not just the difference in education you were you had available to you and your different employers. It's industry education above them, the people who train them, the people who set these standards and the educational facility. Where does education come from, really? I've noticed that there are people that say that you can't learn from books because somebody who is teaching you from a book has theoretically or supposedly not been through that situation. So how can they teach you? Or people will say that those book situations don't apply to real life. And I disagree with both of those things. The books that we have available for training in the industry are mostly written by people who have been in the field, people from the industry. That's and a I fact. Think not a lot of people realize that. Because that's one of the things that I hear the most is you can't learn certain things from books. And maybe you can't, but I just, in my experience has been, I did certain things for so long and then I learned things out of the book and then I applied what I learned to the book and then I kept doing what I had already known. And guess what? I'm doing great. You are. But the problem is, is there's not just one fucking book. There's right. Five yeah. books. There's five books. There's 10 books. And each book tells you to do something just a little bit differently than the last book did. And each book could be slightly incon incorrect as well. There's a couple of things I've noticed. It can because what most of the education that we get, right, is nonprofit driven education. There's nothing wrong with it. That's perfectly fine. But what these companies do when they update their books, when they write their books, is they seek out volunteers to write certain chapters. So when you get a book, it's not necessarily written by one person who's like the grand poobah of Pools. Can I write a chapter? Probably. Oh, what you're getting is a book written by 18 different people. I see. When you get these books. So the information. Kind of like the Bible. Even Yes, except none of these people are friggin' apostles here. <laughs> Dude, we jump right into Revelation. It's the end of the freaking pool world. It's all coming to shit. There's the four horsemen. They've just opened up the seventh seal. And here comes Hades. That's where we're at. So what would be the four horsemen are there of the seven pool heels? apocalypse? I'm one of them. <laughs> I thought you would be no, no. Apocalypse just means change. You know, it's the end of things as you know it. Same with Nostradamus's prediction. What Nostradamus said was the year two thousand would be the end of the world as we know it, and wasn't it? Because right after that, shit started to go down. Was that a Nostradamus prediction? That was, and then backed up by the great prophet Prince REM also predicted the end of the world. As you know it. And Lenny and Bruce is not fine. afraid. Yeah. Okay. Leonard you know Bernstein. Lenny Bruce is? I don't know who either of those people are. Uh, I did look it up. Bruce is? I looked it up oh one time. Oh, one time I looked it up. Because I used to look comic. up things and songs. He was a comedian <laughs> who was not afraid to say what was on his mind. Okay. Like Sam Kennison? And he got arrested quite often for it. Hmm. Yeah, except he did it at not as loudly as Sam Kinison. He did it at uh, a time where it was less acceptable. Okay. So, but that anyway, 
Letty consistency. Bruce is not afraid. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. Here's the thing. And we can just do a quick scientific experiment. And I'm sure you've already realized this because of the beauty of social media. It's become more evident than ever before that there's no consistency in education. You can go on to Facebook now. I don't know if our friends listening are on Facebook, not on Facebook, on Instagram, on social media, think it's stupid, think it's great, whatever. But any group, go in there and ask a question. Pool industry group. And no, you thank will get you. 20 different answers. No, thank you. Like I said, I all usually what you're going to see is you get five or six good answers. You get five or six okay answers. Then you get five or six answers that I have no idea where the fuck came from. And one meme of Michael Jackson <laughs> eating popcorn. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes. That's the norm. But here's the bigger problem, because not only do we have groups for pool professionals, there are also groups for pool owners that are run by professionals. And here is where this problem is amplified, because when the pool owner asks a question, then they see that all the pool professionals argue with one another. And it totally destroys any credibility that pool operators have for anybody who sees that post in that instance. Out there, And everybody has so much pride, and they should because they work hard. And this isn't taking anything away from the people who are out in the field doing these things because I don't fault them. Although there are people who don't value education, who don't look at education as ongoing, those people, okay, that's a different category. But you have individuals that are out there trying to do it the right way, seeking information. And then what they're finding is, is that it varies from source to source. So who are they to believe? But to your point, I hope you get people Googling things and then you also have to argue with that. Oh my God. And then what happens? Everyone dies. <laughs> Pretty much. They're back to the apocalypse. So <laughs> see, this whole thing goes full circle. You hit Google, you end the world. That's the way that it works. You start pulling the information from there and picking and choosing. And now you find that you're taking the word of other pool owners as gospel. That's what happened with that stupid friggin' sponge. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. It went viral. Everybody got buck nutty with it. The next thing you know, Mr. Clean Magic Eraser stock goes through the roof. And where are they? Floating in skimmer baskets. That's right. And getting emails from me. So that's a problem. So how do we... How do we get consistency in education? Everybody has to get educated, first of all. Everybody has to get educated. Of, well, obviously, but we need like a standard. I agree. This is the I'm standard for education. I'm post to make it better. And Give me I don't sec. care. I don't care how you make your book, how you make your program, how you make your lessons. But here's the standard. The education has to be based off of this. It should almost be accredited. It I should like have to meet this because, curriculum. Because do you want to go to, wait, what was that? What was that Um, in the early 2000s? What was that? It was commercials for it. Do you want to be the, uh, oh man, education connection. That's right. Do you want to be the education connection of the pool world or do you want to be like an actual university? 
Do you remember that education connection? I don't, but there should I'm gonna be a I'm going to send curriculum. you a video. It should be the top minds from the industry that get together to put it together. They should be paid to put it together. Instead of going with lower level demons, because they'll <laughs> write it for free. And coming up with something that doesn't make as much sense. And it goes beyond that also, because let me ask you this question. Okay. You've done a lot of work with commercial pools, correct? Correct. And who inspected your pools? The Department of Health. And have any of those health department inspectors that you have met or that you have known, do any of them have the skill set necessary to run a pool? Absolutely not. Not a one, right? No. You know what? There are exceptions. The only the only health no, officials I've, I've ever met I've, that are actually I've capable never... of running a pool are people who came from the industry and then became health officials. There you go. I would I will accept That's that it. as an answer. Outside of that, outside of that, and I'm not picking on them. They're very smart people, but they're jack of all oh, trades, sure. masters of none. They have too much on their plate. There's no way you can go. You can't be the master at the pool, the master at the restaurant, the master at the marijuana dispensary, the master at the septic well, tank, the master at the tattoo parlor, so on and so on and so forth. It just people don't work that way. So what they are is they're exposed to a little bit of everything. And that's what you get is somebody who knows a little bit of everything, but not enough to do the whole job anywhere. I, well, I was just going to say that you you kind of went like ranted for an hour just now, but that's what I was just about to say <laughs> <laughs> is that they are there for one specific thing. Their job is not to operate the pool. Their job is to see if it's operated correctly. And so is it it's though? A, it's a totally different job. Is their job to see if it's operated correctly or to see if the dozen and a half items they're responsible for check up? Well, there's that, but I mean, you could call it being responsible. <laughs> well, I mean, they're not not responsible. And like I said, I'm not taking anything away from them. They are brilliant people. Doesn't set them up to be masters of everything. Nobody can be. So as far as the people who are the masters of running pools, that's us. It's the pool professionals. And I'm sure the people in the tattoo parlors are master tattooers, Tattooers? Tattooerists. <laughs> and and that's then what the happens when you run the That's what happens when you stop at the most popular tattoo shop in Key West. That's what you are. <laughs> there you go. And <laughs> the people that run the marijuana dispensary are big potheads. That's the way it goes. And hey, because Andrea that's and the Nini said so. That well, is stereotypical. Well, you know what? If it walks like a duck, don't and take it. And it smokes offense. like a duck. <laughs> <laughs> My state's anyway, not totally legal. <laughs> it's not legal at all. <laughs> so, but the it's, point it is, is, is that. A card, it is. So, but the problem is, is that people in the pool industry, after they have this inconsistent education, at least the people who take care of commercial pools are told that if they have questions, they should consult with their health official. So, um, who I may was... or may not know the answer to the specific question. Do you want an example of that? Sure. So I had that big, big pool that I was taking care of, and I wanted to do a phosphate treatment, <clears throat> and I wanted to know exactly how much phosphate remover I would need. 
So I decided that instead of me walking around this pool and trying to do math, I would ask the health official if they had that information on record to save me some time. I was told that this pool was 120,000 gallons. And then I did my own math and it was 186. Well, that doesn't mean that that health official actually ever me- ever measured that pool. That just no. means that that's what they have in the records. I mean, I can go further. I've but that taught- doesn't mean that you can, you know. No, I Whatever. Agree. You know what I mean. You're right. You're Thank right. You. You're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> but I can go further because I've had examples from when I was teaching classes in health departments where I've had the director of the health department or health officials at different times come in and do and conduct the portion on the health department code where when asked questions about fecal incident remediation, they got it wrong. They didn't know how high the chlorine level how had wrong? to be. They didn't know. Wrong enough. They didn't know how long you had to maintain a chlorine level at a certain part per million. I'm talking basic things that we teach they didn't know. And it doesn't mean that these people are dumb. It just means that they have so much information that they Ooh. can't possibly know all of it. How about the so – I have maybe, another – I have an example. Tell me if this is a good one, okay? Maybe not the best resource. Go ahead. Okay. So here's an example. This was not when I worked at the, this company. I just uh, – parted ways with, but this was a little bit further back. Um, I had a health inspector that kept shutting down one of my pools because the pH was high <clears throat> and the chlorine was high. And he kept coming after I dosed the pool. Cause for whatever reason, they didn't have, um, chemical automation. I think they ended up fixing that. But anyway, so after I, we got the chlorine situation straightened out, it kept getting shut down for high pH, high pH, high pH. I'm like, but I was just there and the pH is fine. It's 7.6, you know. So they're like, just meet the health inspector there. So I did. He had a trainee and I watched her do the test and whatever she did, she had she presented her sample and i was like that is definitely not a 7.6 and the help the the guy training her agreed and had her do the test again but then ended up having to go get her a new reagent so like he wasn't even watching her and they were closing my pool for them having a contaminated reagent and i had a fellow once and i think i've mentioned it to you he came out and he closed one of my pools because the ph was 7.2 hello what's the acceptable range 7.2 yeah, he said that that was a little too close for <laughs> comfort, so he closed my pool. Now, how do I explain that to my customer? I'm sorry it was good, but it was a little too close for his comfort. And what am I going to do, argue with the guy, go over his head? Probably not, because that person who doesn't know what the acceptable range is or actually isn't knows what it is, just isn't okay with what it is, is still going to be my health official next week. So what I'm saying is that I'm not uh. picking on, I'm not picking on anybody. Oh, but having having a relationship where you can talk to the health inspector, though, is something I think we kind of missed out on. Like, that's important. You know, you can at least you can talk to them. You can talk to them. They're a valuable partner to have on your side. They are people and you should treat them like people, not like a robot, not like somebody who's out to get you. You're not 16 and this isn't the person grading your driving test. You don't have to be afraid of them. Yeah, because you know what? If you... 
like, you know, a lot of the times they'll call you and be like, hey, if you're in the area, I'm here and this is wrong, but it's something you can fix. So, you know, and that's happened to me before as well. But the problem is, is their education isn't consistent either. So no. back to this standard where we have the back pool to the gods. <laughs> Right. It should be like Mount Olympus. You get the pool gods together. You pay them to come up with the standard for the entire industry. And then every training program that's accredited is based off of that standard. And it can be different here and there from one another, but it should not differ from the standard. And that's how we get consistent education throughout the industry. And that's how we get it throughout the health department as well, because they should have to adhere to those same standards. So that way, the people who are checking what you do know what you know. I like or it. what you should know. And you know what else? Then you won't have um, the same old... Um, the same old methods from like 1986 pool cleaning... You know, oh my God, don't get me started. That, sh that shit doesn't apply these days. And you can't. The whole research of research thing that we do, get over it. Conduct new research. <laughs> if you want to learn about something, the way that we do it is you don't pull up something from 1976 that happened in Beijing. Right. That is not or, how we're supposed to learn about pools. Or, you know, oh, I've been doing it this way for 25 years and I've never had a problem. Well,. Do you tell the officer that, oh, well, I was speeding 20 miles ago and you didn't pull me over back there? Like, that's not this, that doesn't work out, you know? No, sorry. That's not within the current standard. It's not within the current curriculum. So it doesn't work. And this is how we do that. That doesn't mean that you can't be an individual. That doesn't mean that you can't be the doctor poolside and decide the best way to treat your patient. But there should be a scope of things that fall within this standard that we're talking about. So that way we can bring consistency and education to the industry. So at least some of us, the majority of us, are on the same page without. And we don't look like we're fighting each other. <laughs> you know, one doctor is always going to prefer one means to another. But the problem is, is that some of these things are so far beyond the scope of reality. That it's just sad. And I don't, I'm not even saying it, it should be my job to decide which is which. I don't want to be on the friggin' mountaintop. But maybe then there should be a group of people beneath that Mount Olympus that have the ability to bring things up, to challenge things, to address things. And then you mean once like it's the changed, Titans? Yes, like the Titans, not the Teen Titans, but the no, actual Titans. No, not the Teen Titans. But they should be able to bring things up and address it. And then maybe we could be run a little bit better as a whole. I like it. And that yeah. doesn't mean that everybody's screwed up. There are a lot of people out there that are absolutely friggin' brilliant and do amazing things out in the field and strive in everything they do toward fantastic customer service. And it shows in the work they do. And these people are not being paid close to what they're even worth for the amount of knowledge they bring to the table. And then there are a lot of people that look up to these folks. They mentor a lot of folks. And then there are a lot of other people that are just plain damn scary. And I'm surprised that they haven't killed somebody yet. I don't think you're scary. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
Consistency and education. I don't know if these are the right ideas. We're just winging it here. What do you think? Right? You guys are out there. You're listening to us. Talking pools at Gmail, right? Is that our address? Talking pools at gmail.com. If you uh, have any suggestions or if you think we're way off base or whatever, let us know. Actually, you'll be letting Rudy know because he doesn't allow me access. So. About what (laughs) we want to know what you think. Listen, this is a people driven show. I want to know what you think. I want to know what your solutions would be, what you think we need to do. Are or are we just destined to be a clusterfuck of individuals out in the field, everybody winging it, doing their own thing, button heads? Let me know. Button heads and crossing poles. All right. Well, now that I have nearly died, thanks for supporting us. And also, like, just, you know, listen to all the other shows. Like we said, email us, follow us, subscribe, leave a review. Let us know. We love you. Thank you. Be good. Be safe. (laughs) Love you guys. Bye. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 